0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke.
1: Glory to you, O Lord.
0: Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you, make friends for yourselves with dishonest wealth, so that when it fails, you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. The person who is trustworthy in very small matters is also trustworthy in great ones and the person who is dishonest in very small matters is also dishonest in great ones. If, the, if, therefore, you are not trustworthy with dishonest wealth, who will trust you with true wealth? If you are not trustworthy with what belongs to another, who will give you what is yours? No servant can serve two masters. He will either hate one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. The Pharisees, who loved money, heard all these things and sneered at him. And he said to them, You justify yourselves in the sight of others, but God knows your hearts. For what is of human esteem is an abomination in the sight of God. The Gospel of the Lord. To
1: you you cannot serve both God and mammon. The word mammon comes from the Hebrew word mamonas, which actually means debasing wealth, debasing riches. And it is being reinforced by the very first words of Jesus to his disciples in the gospel today when he warns them about making friends for yourselves with this honest wealth meaning asking them to make friends with dishonest wealth. What does this mean? You know, the word dishonest here is not really, doesn't really mean the, in the way we understand dishonesty. But rather, it pertains to the characteristic of riches and wealth as not enduring, as not lasting. Jesus makes a clarification right away. Make friends for yourselves with not enduring well, not with lasting well, so that when it fails, you will be be welcomed into eternal life. Making friends with non-enduring well means the right appropriation or the right appropriation of relationship with those things that should lead us to the most important relationship, which is God. Meaning, making friends with non-lasting wealth should make us realize all the more the need for what is lasting, the need for what is enduring. Meaning, whatever we do with... This honest wealth that is being referred here should always be for the advancement of the kingdom of God. And Jesus uses very interesting, uh, very interesting verbs in his criticism of the human person's attitude towards wealth. He said in here. You cannot serve both God and mammon. Possession should serve us, not the other way around. Serving is only, is only appropriate to God and with one another, not when it comes to possession. Rather, possession should serve us. And also, the evangelists look refers to the attitude of the Pharisees in the gospel today when it comes to money. Luke said, the Pharisees who loved money. <laughs> but in the scriptures, the word love has a very specific use. It doesn't refer to, to, non, um, to, to non-human things. Love, the subject of love, is always God and the human person, never, never anything that is material. So when when evangelist Luke says in here, the Pharisees who love money, Luke was already emphasizing the unappropriateness, the unappropriateness of loving when it comes to material things. Reflecting on of all of this, let us ask ourselves, You know, what is my attitude towards material wealth, towards money? Do I possess them or do they possess me? Do they serve me or do I serve them? And looking at the priorities of my life right now, and the things that are truly important in my life, do these material things and the pursuit for material things comes first before my crucial relationships with the way I take care of my body, with the way I take care of myself. You know, we hear sometimes uh, people sacrificing their health for the sake of money, for the sake of possession. We heard also relationships being ruined because of material possessions, because of money. And this is what Jesus is trying to tell us here. In the medieval times, the word "mammon" was also referred to a demon of covetousness, to covet, you know, just like what we, what we normally hear in the Commandments. You should not covet or covet your neighbor's goods. You should not covet your neighbor's wife. But in the medieval literature and also with the fathers of the church, they refer to mammon as a demon of covetousness. Is that the way you pronounce it? Covetousness. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. But you know what I mean. So that is why when Jesus refers in here that you cannot serve both God and mammon. And you cannot put God and the pursuit for material wealth and security at the same level. At the same level. And we can never love money. You know, the, we normally hear sometimes people speaking that money is the root of all evil. Actually, that's a very that's, that's a wrong um, that's, that's a wrong dictum that we find in the Scriptures. We never find that in the Scriptures. But rather, St. Paul said, the love for money is the root of all evil. The love for money. And why is that? Because love is only appropriate for God and with one another. And when we put material things over God and over one another, then that is the path to destruction. That is the path to division. And that is the path to debasing the very identity of us as children of the Father. So the question we can ask ourselves is, do I, do I have the possession of my material wealth? Or do they possess me?